It's quarter number two on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante. It's quarter number two. And that means we welcome in Ross Tucker. Ross, it's July. Does that hit you? Does that hit you as a football player that we're getting close when you see the calendar turn to July? Yeah, you know what's so funny, Jim? I distinctly remember, especially in the NFL, that, you know, you'd usually be done middle of June and you get a good five weeks off. So you get a week off back home or something then 4th of July, maybe you'd go somewhere. Or, no, then there's another week you'd go somewhere. Then you're at a 4th of July party. And you're having a great time. And someone comes up to you and says, Hey, man, when does training camp start? And Jim, it was all I could take not to strangle that person when they would tell me that. Because I still had... Three weeks to go. I was trying to enjoy, you know, some downtime, not worrying about that. Because I, you know, in the NFL, there are no days off. So starting July 25th or whatever it was, I knew until January something, I was going to be working every day and my time was not my own. I also knew that training camp, is tough. I don't I know it's a lot easier now and I'm sure it's a lot easier high school and college, but it's still not fun. It's still the toughest part of the year. So, you know, it always gives me a little bit of mixed emotions. Now that I'm a broadcaster, it's kind of the same because not nearly to the same level, but on the one hand, I'm ready for football season because there's nothing else going on that, on TV or anything that I care about at all. So I'm excited for football season. The flip side is I work every day during football season, including every Saturday and Sunday, and a lot of travel, a lot of time away from my family. So I am going to enjoy, for me, I'm kind of still in a good place until August 11th, I think maybe is the Eagles' first preseason game, and then my uh, my broadcasting season starts. So there's still at least a little bit of that anxiety and excitement for for what's to come. So yeah, it's anyway. the, it's always the mixed emotions, and you know what's different now as opposed to when I was a player. Now I know I'm working through the Super Bowl. You know, as a player, <laughs> as a player, there was a chance I was done by New Year's Eve and I was back home. Now it's like I know till middle of February. So you think about that. It's like middle of August till middle of February. So it really is for me now six months on, six months off. Well, I'll tell you what, Ross, with that ahead for you, we will try to be as gentle as possible with you so that you could ease into that six months, okay? Thank you. All right. Well, let's pick up our uh, Class of 22 scouting report from you, Ross. And I say it every week, I know, 
But another couple interesting players, especially I'm intrigued by this first one, which is Malik McNeil. He's just a monster of a guy. Depending where you're looking, I got him listed at six foot seven, three hundred forty pounds, out of New York. Was not really, really highly rated coming out of high school, but Ross, you can't coach six seven, three forty, can you? No, I I wrote down my first three words on his scouting report are elite, ridiculous size. I mean. He sticks out like a sore thumb, especially in that Johnny Hedge Fund League he's playing in. And wherever that, Cortland Manor, New York, I mean, that is not a high level of high school football. No offense to everybody that lives and plays high school football in the Cortland Manor area. It's just not. Doesn't mean he can't be a good player, but it just... Boy, I mean, now he would stick out like a sore thumb anywhere, but that's especially the case, you know, with the schools that he's playing against. It was a short video, Jim, which I think is worth noting. In fact, both the guys we're talking about today, their videos were short, which is fine. The reality is, Jim, you can kind of see what you need to see from short videos for the most part. In his short video, and I've seen him listed at 6'8". He looks to me like he's somewhere between 6'7 and 6'8". Well over 300 pounds, obviously. He scored a touchdown as a Wildcat quarterback. Then, Jim, he punted. A pretty good punt. Which, you know, does it, do either one of those things mean that much? Probably not. But it shows you he's an athlete. It shows you he can do things. He's never going to punt for Penn State. He's never going to be a Wildcat quarterback for Penn State. But it shows that he has the athleticism to do things like that. Probably the most impressive thing was after the punt, he made an awesome tackle. He punted it, and the kid was about to return it for a touchdown. And Malik made an awesome tackle. You honestly, everybody, if you haven't, you should check out Malik's video for any of these kids by the way we should probably mention this more often you can usually just type in their name highlight video or type in their name huddle video and you can watch them you're watching the same thing I am he moves well for his size and what I really liked about him and this is important for a super big guy he had a good motor he had a really good motor trying to run down plays on defense. That, to me, is really important. Because some big guys, they're just playing football because they're big. They don't really have the heart or the hustle or the want-to or the love. Malik looked to me like he had all of it. All of it. Initial quickness and agility need improvement. So it's just that initial burst out of his stance... It's the lateral agility were not great. They were both, I'd say, average at best. But he likes to be physical. He likes to try to finish plays. And I clicked on the wrong video at first, Jim. I clicked on his basketball video. That's awesome. 
That is awesome. I was sold on him by the basketball video. He can dribble. He can shoot. I mean, this kid is an athlete. He is just a really unique athlete for his size who is raw. And he's going to need some time against better competition and with better coaching. Going to need both of those. So I ended up giving him a 7.5. But I think there's a decent chance he ends up playing. This is like uh, a masterpiece for trout wine. You know, this is like a, a, a great piece of clay that trout wine now needs to try to mold into a good football player. But I'm excited about him. Um, like I said, 7.5, but definitely in my mind, especially with the scholarships and everything else going on now these days, I think definitely worth it for Penn State to take and, and take a shot on. Very good, Ross. Uh, let's quickly get to our next player, which is Jerry Cross. He's the tight end. 6'6", 245. Interestingly enough, he's from Milwaukee. Penn State does not get a lot of players from Wisconsin. No, I think that's very interesting. Especially when you consider that Wisconsin uses a lot of tight ends. I mean, they use a lot of tight ends in their offense. However, they do a lot of blocking. Now, Tyler Ferguson caught a lot of balls for them the last few years. But they do a lot of blocking there. And if, if memory serves, Jim, they got him really early. I mean, I want to say they got him like before his junior. In fact, you, this spreadsheet I have, he committed July 28th of 2020. So he committed before his junior year of high school. It's just unreal that these kids do that. Um, he's got a really nice frame and growth potential. He shows soft hands, which are important, and the ability to both high point the football and make contested catches. Not necessarily the same thing. Sometimes they are. High point the football is to catch the ball at its highest point. Usually that's in traffic. Contested catches, though, might not always be high-pointing it. You just might have traffic, but you still find a way to have strong hands and make the catch. He runs well and shows some pretty darn good run-after-catch possibilities, like he could be a, a threat with the ball in his hands after he catches it. Video was very short. There was no blocking. And I think it was only from like four games his senior year. Didn't show a whole lot of being physical. So those are question marks. Doesn't mean he can't do it. Just means how physical will he be? How will he block? He's a little bit raw as a route runner. And the passing game for his high school very much looked like a playground style. And sometimes with the inner city schools, you get that where it's not as precise. It's not as, as coached up. It's a little bit more, you know, street ball, so to speak. Not a negative thing, just a, almost playground style is how I would describe it. He looks to me like a guy that'll take some time to develop. 
I think he enrolled early, which is good. But he's going to take some time to develop as a blocker, as a route runner. But again, 6'6", 240, soft hands, makes contested catches, moves well, is a pretty good place to start. A game of 7.7. And I'll tell you what, Ross, if you're at the tight end position and described as raw, maybe take a while to get developed, maybe need a little bit of coaching, that's probably a good position for that at Penn State because of their depth there. There's not going to be the pressure to get him out on the field right away. So I think he will have time to develop considering the rest of the tight end room. All right, Ross, that is it for quarter number two. Stick around. Quarter number three, we're going to ask Ross your questions. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. In his book, Why Penn State, author Greg Woodman takes readers on a trip back in time to Happy Valley in the 1980s, a unique era of gridiron success and rapid expansion that gave our university its modern identity. Whether you're traveling down memory lane or discovering old states past for the first time, this compilation of rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews helps you explore the why behind we are. Start your journey today. Order online at whypennstate.com. 